This Best of the Torch Report was recorded December 21st, 2022. Please click like, subscribe, and enjoy. And hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Thrupier, on another wild, wonderful Wednesday. Friends, today is Torch Report 264. We'll be discussing the most despicable plot of all, talking about everything from federal spending to frankenfoods. Friends, there is nothing funny about this. Like I said, it's just despicable. But before we get into all of that, I want to welcome all the new uh Friends to the listening audience, it's just been awesome. Lots and lots of new listeners, of new subscribers to the Torch Report. And I just want to say welcome and thank you. Friends, today uh, it looks like Substack's down right now, so this is going to get out just a little bit late. So I might even take a little bit of time to, to dig in here into the $1.7 trillion 4,000-plus page package of pork spending, political payoffs, and woke pet projects that was dropped on the floor of Congress in the dead of night at 1.30 a.m. this morning. Friends, it's just despicable. What else do you call it, you know? But that is not the only despicable thing going on in the headlines this morning. I do have a, a lineup here for your perusal. You know, here's what's in the ugliest omnibus bill ever. I mean, it is totally horrific. We'll get down to the details of that. But I want to point out $1.7 trillion uh, omnibus. It wouldn't have been passed if it wasn't for all of the rhinos, all of the Republicans in name only, who have completely lost any sense of, of uh, fiscal restraint whatsoever. Ever. An article here titled Senate Republicans are working against the American people. Uh, also, GOP leader Mitch McConnell says that sending more money and weapons to Ukraine is America's number one priority. So just let that sink in a little bit. While our national debt is exploding, while inflation is soaring to record highs, you know, Mitch, Mc the turtle McConnell is saying, we're going to spend more money and weapons in Ukraine. That way, that's the number one priority. And, uh, you know, it just are these people for us or are they against us? Are they intentionally destroying the American economy, intentionally trying to poke Putin, uh, poke the Russian bear, piss off Putin, the mad Russian tyrant, and take us all into nuclear war? What's going on here? You know, what's going on here? Also, more despicable out news out there today is Zelensky. Uh, you know, he's showing up. Hey, hey he's going to meet with Biden and he's going to address Congress and tell them that they're not giving him enough money. They're not giving him enough weapons. Give me more, more, more. That guy's a schmuck. At any rate, meanwhile, the Biden administration is sending Patriot missiles over to the Ukraine. And the Kremlin is warning that the U.S. arms shipment to Ukraine, like these Patriot missiles, marks an aggravation of the conflict. Have we not heard it all before? They say, don't do that. And then they do that. You know, uh, Putin says, don't do that. And then they do that. You know, gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? At any rate, uh, meanwhile, while that kind of stuff's going on, and that's the most important thing, mind you, you know, VP Harris, uh, the cackling Kamala Harris demands that social media companies cooperate and work with us on protecting our democracy, because that's really important too, protecting our democracy. So she's demanding that everything that has come to light with the Twitter files, collaborating with the FBI and the CIA and everything else to censor free speech and, uh, you know, uh, 
public discourse, shutting down public discourse in favor of government state sanctioned propaganda. VP Kamala cackling Kamala Harris is demanding that they do more to cooperate and protect democracy. So come on, you know, meanwhile. And by the way, did you know that VP Harris is, in fact, in charge of securing the southern border? That was her task. So. We all know that that's not happening. I don't know if you guys have heard about what's happening down in El Paso and other places around the border right now. But the uh, the Biden administration is asking the Supreme Court to end Title 42, which will lead to a, quote, disruption and a temporary increase in the unlawful border crossings. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of uh illegal aliens coming across the border, smuggling in drugs, uh, smuggling in, you know, stolen children and all this other crap. It's it's terrible. Friends, as a matter of fact, that reminds me, there was uh, a couple more articles here before I get into that. Armed Texas National Guards, they're down there putting up razor wire, trying to show some force, you know, saying, hey, you know, you can't just, you, you can't just smuggle all these humans and all these drugs into our country, you know. Meanwhile, the DEA is out there seizing enough fentanyl to kill everyone in America. That's what's happening on our southern border. And yet, Mitch the Turtle McConnell says, sending more money and weapons to Ukraine is the most important thing. And nobody's really wanting to talk about what's in the ugliest omnibus bill ever. So let's just pause here. You know, I was going to say the, uh, my wife and I were watching a documentary on the border crisis and holy smokes, you know, getting the firsthand accounts from the, you know, some of the CPB, the border patrol agents, some of the sheriffs down in the counties along the border. It is mayhem. It is madness. It is Mexican cartels with military grade equipment shuttling, you know, basically unrestricted shuttling human trafficking and, you know, drugs. It's just, it's just messed up. But what was the most important thing again? Oh, yeah, that's right. The most important thing is that we keep pumping billions of dollars in weapons of war into an escalating war in a far off land that threatens to draw us into nuclear conflict with our arch enemy, the evil Russian tyrant. Friends, none of this is the most important thing. Oh, I know. Maybe the most important thing is the uh, $200 million that U.S. taxpayers are spending on gender programs in Pakistan. Or maybe it's the half billion dollars we're giving to the NIH to fight structural racism. You know, or how about the $335 million being used to beef up the surveillance state to prepare for the next pandemic that they just got done planning in October. You know, the, the catastrophic contagion we were talking about here uh, last now, how about the $410 million they're sending to shore up the borders of Japan and Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman, all the while the omnibus bill expressly prohibiting our own border patrol from acquiring, maintaining, or extending our own border security technologies. It's hard to believe, that, but friends, I put the screenshot in there. Uh, Congressional Representative Dan Bishop put the... It, that note that it expressly prohibits CPB from you being used to improve border security. So you can see it with your own eyes. Now, if you're listening to the Torch Report on a podcast platform like Apple, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are heard, you have to know that all the goodies can only be found at thetorchreport.com. If you check out thetorchreport.com, you will get all kinds of goodies and also access to exclusive behind-the-scenes footage with your own favorite fuzzy, ignorant peasant. Uh, <laughs> yours truly if you join the Patriot Club. Now, isn't all this just lovely, friends? You know, talking about the pork, talking about the the despicable uh, headlines, the despicable what's the word I'm looking for? Dereliction of duty. You know, that's what's happening. 
And if, if all of what's happening is not exciting enough, you know, just on a more positive note here, it might warm your heart to know that they're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars to build a Ukrainian independence park in Washington, D.C. Yay! And then, you know, we can uh, also cheer on the fact that they are going to be building a new multi-million dollar federal building named after Nancy Pelosi. And of course, uh, they're they're building a new inspiring nature walk named after uh, named the Michelle Obama trail, you know, isn't that great? So it's not all bad. I mean, they're pissing away billions of dollars on things that nobody really cares about driving our nation into a, uh, an un- unsustainable, uncontrollable debt, you know, destroying the value of the dollar, driving up inflation, printing money out of three uh, thin air. And all of this is uh, so that we can send, we can focus on the most important thing and send more money and weapons to Ukraine. Anyway, <laughs> drives me nuts. But if you would choose to peruse all 4,155 pages of the omnibus, this despicable ominous bill, you can do so by clicking the link there in the the torch report today. So uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, that's right. In other news, Trump, 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 you know, holy smokes, the J6 show trial has released its final report and Americans everywhere can now rest easy knowing that Donald Trump's tax returns have been released. And spoiler alert, he paid (gasps) gasp. Zero dollars in taxes in 2020. He must be an evil man. Friends, a hush fell across the crowd. And by the way, did you know that the CIA killed JFK? (laughs) Just, I don't know. It's just stupid. Zoom out, friends. Let's not forget that the Great Reset is upon us. The UN Sustainable Development Goals and Agenda 2030 are coming uh, coming down the pipe fast. Very fast. Uh, We are rushing headlong toward future Earth, and there's not a damn thing we can do to stop that. While the majority of people are distracted by the the end-of-the-year festivities and the domestic dog and pony show, the global cabal continues to advance and accelerate their agenda to enslave us all and the great global socialist surveillance state. Here are a few examples of what I'm talking about. Lest you be uh, inclined to... Think that I'm just making stuff up. The WEF, the World Economic Forum, is pushing a new first movers coalition that aims to build even greater public-private partnerships with all of the usual players uh, in order to focus on what they call, quote, scaling disruptive innovations that pave the way for long-term transformation, end quote. Wow, they're getting together and talking about how they can scale up disruptive innovations and pave the way for long-term transformations. These guys are very, uh, very ambitious. They have also launched a new Edison Alliance that seeks to promote inclusive digital solutions in healthcare, education, and finance in the spirit of, quote, facilitating new partnerships, incentivizing projects, and unlocking capital at scale, end quote. This is all part of their six themes that will advance the Davos agenda into 2023, which, interestingly enough, if you were to read their six themes, uh, the number one most important priority in the six themes of the global cabal is, drumroll please, boom, sending more money and weapons to Ukraine. Mitch McConnell must have been onto something, huh? I bet he came up with that himself. Anyway, uh, the second thing, of course, closely on the heels of, of sending more weapons and money to Ukraine is the, the three interconnected crises of climate change, food scarcity, and energy shortages. Now, I'm just throwing that out there, this WEF stuff. 
because they're, they're, you know, they're, they're kind of the hub, right? They're bringing everybody together and they're developing these public-private partnerships that I've pointed out are more powerful than any government ever has been or ever will be. You know, this is the communism, the socialism merging with the capitalism to, to develop public-private partnerships that seek to enslave us all. It's driven by a bunch of sociopathic, you know, eugenicists, ultimately, and... In that, but lest we be despaired, don't, don't, don't lose heart here, friends, because there is good news. And the good news is that China is set to solve many of these global problems, these, these three interconnected crises, you see, because China is a role model for us all. Remember, that's what the WEF said. China's a role model for us all because the commies are taking over the world. and They're just calling it public-private partnerships uh, to save the planet or what have you. Now, I realize some of you may be interested in learning how China is going to save the world, solve these global problems. Well, specifically, they will be selling their own genetically modified wheat to U.S. farmers starting in 2023 for an impressive 12 to 15 percent boost in yield, which, of course, will dampen world hunger. You know, the world hunger that's being brought about by the evil Russian tyrants attacking Ukraine. And uh, they're also brokering a China-U.S. Climate Solidarity Pact to, quote, rapidly decarbonize and ensure a greener, more sustainable future. And being the ambitious uh, Chinese that they are, they're also working with Germany to solve the global energy crisis. So there you go. There's China being a role model. You know, they're, they're, they're you know, uh, they can't save the world on their own, you know, which is probably why, you know, they were so eager to set up China House and the U.S. State Department and all that. But in reality, friends, in reality, we are in a global age. We are facing global problems that demand global solutions, which necessarily requires global governance. And it is only under the completely objective, unbiased, diverse, and inclusive, wholly equitable leadership of the United Nations that we can survive this unprecedented triple planetary crisis. Dun, dun, dun. The triple planetary crisis. Ah! <laughs> you know, you see. Friends, humanity itself is the problem. It is you and I, the, the useless eaters, the mouth breathers, the, the majority of the human population that they just don't need. You know, that's the problem. Human activities are destroying biodiversity, which is destroying the planet. And if we don't take drastic actions now, we will, we're all going to die. And we're going to die a slow, smoldering, miserable death in the very near future. We might even die before all the polar bears die because of the melting ice and all of that. That's why, that's why one, that $1.7 trillion abomination of an omnibus bill has allocated a whopping $575 million to target reproductive health in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. One more time, I'll tell you that of the $1.7 trillion in abomination of, abom of the ominous bill, they are spending $575 million. That's half a billion dollars, more than half a billion dollars, to target reproductive health in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. Now, I use the word eugenicist a little bit, sociopathic eugenicist. They believe that they need to 
control the human population. They need to cull the human population. They need to depopulate the earth and all of that. That uh, is true in other places, but here we see it, not just in the the UN agenda, the WEF agenda, but also in our own federal spending when they're talking about targeting reproductive health in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. Okay, One prominent edit- editor summed this up, this sinister agenda, in a rather straightforward fashion. They said, and I quote, spending taxpayer money to save nature by aborting babies is nightmarish. Nightmarish. End quote. Again, my friends, it is despicable. You know, this, regardless of what you feel about the issue, it's disturbing. It's deranged. It's attached. It's delusional. But it is par for the course. This is what these people believe. They have to control the human population. They have to take control of the means of production and consumption. They have to tell you what you can and cannot do and how you, how you must live your life in order to, to live in harmony with nature. They believe that through and through. They must depopulate the earth because we are way past the window of sustainable population. That's what they believe. And according to the UN's philosophy of true harmony and global citizenship – which, uh, that's a direct quote, by the way, itself is a philosophy. This is a philosophy on the, quote, the global governing of humankind, end quote. Make no mistakes, they are intending to govern humankind, and the globalists are developing Earth citizens. That's what they call it. They're specifically referred to as citizens of Earth 2021. <laughs> you know, citizens of Earth XXI. The citizens of Earth must model their entire life around harmony with nature and the common good, says the quacks who cooked this up. And I quote, I'm just reading it right here, right from the uh, UN's document here. Quote, Earth citizens are obliged to fulfill human and civil duties and to enjoy human and civil rights. But their main civil rights and duties are to continue civic education throughout their life. Pause. That means always continuing to be reeducated, go through moral regeneration and and, an ongoing lifetime of institutional indoctrination. Continuing on, you know, beyond their own institutional indoctrination, they must uh, all these Earth citizens must continue to teach civic knowledge to other people, to be socially active and socially responsible, to take part, active part in the social life of the local community, to care about nature, flora, fauna and the environment as a whole. That is what the good Earth citizens of future Earth are going to do. And do not think for a second, my friends, that they do not have a master plan to indoctrinate us all into this tripe crap. Ah, In fact, uh, UNESCO, the UN's education uh, scientific and cultural organization, they had a comprehensive midterm strategy to re-educate and reprogram humanity into mindless environmental minions. And that midterm strategy actually ended in 2021, which is fascinating. Okay, we're coming into a new year. Remember that adaptation agenda? We talked about that was Torch Report 223, the adaptation agenda. That's the next iteration of their efforts to achieve a more equitable and resilient world by the year 2030. And again, we dialed in on that world Resilient here not long ago. Resilient means disruption in an iterative fashion. So they're going to, you know, one disruption after another, after another, after another, and it allows them to access and reprogram the public psyche. That's what that's all about. So guess what's first on their list of, uh, of iterations, you know, of, this, of, the, of the strategy of this adaptation agenda? 
First up on their list is transitioning to climate-resilient, sustainable agriculture that can increase yields by up to 17% and reduce farm-level greenhouse gas emissions, a la the China-style significant technification of global crops. You see, my friends, we have come full circle. The UNESCO's midterm strategy, the WEF, the UN, the Sustainable Development Goals, they're all in bed with China, okay? It kind of reminds me, all of this, these China, this significant technification, this Franken-food, you know, these uh, genetically modified crops, it reminds me of Bill Gates and his magic corn. And while some people might find all of this palatable, personally, I find it to be despicable. It's despicable, you know? Anyway, friends, realizing that all this uh, is connected makes this the most despicable plot of all. Keep your eyes on the ball, my friends. There's a lot going on and it's happening fast. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Take the time. Find the heart. Click the heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Remember, you can always support this publication for as little as $7 a month by joining the Patriot Club. And of course, the greatest honor of all would be if you share this podcast with everyone you know, or at least somebody. (laughs) Get out there and embrace this wild, wonderful Wednesday, friends, and I will look forward to talking to you again soon.